Wyoming loses more than a game to start its season. Hey everyone, welcome into this first rapid reaction edition of the Postcast, a production of the Casper Star Tribune and Pokes Authority. I am Davis Potter, Wyoming beat writer for the Star Tribune. Wyoming loses 37-34 in overtime to Nevada in a game really that the Wolfpack controlled for the, about the first 42 minutes. Uh, and then when Wyoming flipped a switch, uh, scored 18 fourth quarter points, and 22 points are unanswered to rally from a 28-6 deficit late in the third quarter. Um, the Cowboys stringed together three straight scoring drives at one point, three straight touchdown drives, I should say, uh, and then he uses a late field goal to tie the game and send it to overtime. Wyoming uh, has to settle for field goal in his first overtime possession before Carson Strong's nine-yard touchdown pass to Romeo Dobbs gives the Wolfpack the win. But obviously, all of that is overshadowed by yet another injury from Wyoming quarterback Sean Chambers, who went down with a broken fibula, uh, just three snaps into the game, his only carry of the game. He did return uh, to the sideline, but uh, watched the rest of the game uh, on crutches with a boot on his uh, lower left leg. And a really unfortunate situation for a guy who has already dealt with two season-ending injuries the last couple of seasons and has worked really hard to get back healthy and get to the point where he can be the leader of this offense. And uh, Wyoming is sort of stuck playing this what-if game. What if we had our number one guy behind center for a full season? What could we do as an offense? But I don't know if there's a guy in the country with worse luck when it comes to injuries than Sean Chambers. And uh, you're talking about a guy who has been Wyoming's most valuable offensive player when he's been healthy the last couple of years. You know, 22 career touchdowns that he's accounted for. Yeah, he's only played in 12 games so far because injuries have cut those seasons short. Um, you know, Craig Bull did say after the game that it's in that category of a season-ending injury. They're going to wait and get a little more information um, to see, I guess, how how severe that break is in that left leg. It's now it's it's not the same leg that um, that he broke a couple years ago as a true freshman. That was his right leg, opposite leg, but. It is the same leg. He had that knee injury last season, and it certainly looks like Wyoming is going to be without him for the rest of this season. Um, and it certainly looked like there was a shock factor with this Wyoming team uh, once he went out of the game. You could just see once he came back to the sideline, clearly visibly frustrated, um, you know, had some tears there. There were some of those teammates coming over to him while he was sitting on a trading table at one point, just giving us some hugs and uh, I'm sure some, some words of encouragement, but um, you know, Wyoming just, I don't think they could have got off to a worse start in that game uh, offensively. Um, now they only trailed 14 to six at halftime, but the only six points that they mustered came on uh, field goals after turnovers that Wyoming's defense forced deep in, in Nevada territory. And, but it looked like the emotional air sort of was taken out of Wyoming's balloon there when uh, when Sean went down again, sort of, uh, you know, here we go again type thing. And Wyoming did not pick up their first first down until the final minutes of the second quarter, actually. 
Um, only 106 yards of offense those first two quarters. Meanwhile, Nevada had nearly 300 yards of offense that first half. Carson Strong he had right at 250 yards passing in the first half, and that carried over right into the second half. I mean, while or Nevada went down and uh, you know extended their lead pretty quick with a couple of scores early in the third quarter, and you know Wyoming looks up and they're they're down three scores, and uh, you know without Sean Chambers things looked really really bleak, but. Um, you know, give this Wyoming team some credit and, and, and Levi Williams some credit in particular. You know, obviously the plan was to play both Levi and Sean this year in some way, but um, obviously Levi had to come in a lot a lot earlier than expected and is probably going to be the guy now for them. And um looked like they finally settled down there um, late in the third quarter and Wyoming's offensive line, which really had a hard time all night uh, keeping you know, that quick veteran uh, Nevada defensive front out of the backfield started getting some push up front and Wyoming made some big plays and the defense finally um, started having some success on what was really a rough night for for that new look group um, held Nevada to 10 yards on 13 snaps in the fourth quarter uh, to really get the ball back for the offense and give them chances to drive down the field and score and a um, couple of positives I think for Wyoming to take away from this is some of the situational offense, and particularly the very end of that game, and regulation, I should say, um, where Wyoming was backed up at its own one-yard line after uh, a questionable decision by Dante Crow, which was a whole other um, thing that, that popped up strangely uh, Saturday night. Um, it happened a couple times where it looked like um, he just let some what looked like some very catchable punts drop in front of him and, and ended up rolling, costing Wyoming a, a lot of um, you know of crucial yards and field position. Um, and his last one rolled down to the one yard line. So you know Wyoming had 90, to go ninety nine yards um, down by three there uh, with about a minute and a half left and. Uh, Wyoming, you know, put together a 74-yard drive to get down to Nevada's 25-yard line to set up uh, John Hoyland's game-tying field goal there at the end of regulation. And I don't think that is a drive that this Wyoming offense puts together last season. Uh, you know, we talked so much about um, being able to be more efficient in the passing game. And and uh, Levi Williams um, did a little bit of that, particularly in the second half uh, after – that rough start in the first half, 16 for 31 on the night for more than 230 yards, uh, ran for a couple scores, did have one interception um, that led to some Nevada points there late in the game. But um, for them to mount that drive uh, has got to be a confidence builder for them and and a good sign for this offense. And then speaking of John Hoyland, how about the uh, freshman kicker for Wyoming, who you probably had never even heard of until – Saturday night, uh, he was essentially a non-factor in Wyoming's kicking game throughout fall camp, mainly because he wasn't around a whole lot because uh, he was in quarantine for uh, COVID-related issues, Craig Bull said after the game Saturday night. And so he didn't get a ton of practice time in during camp. And then when he finally came back here recently, Luke Glassock actually won the kicking competition, uh, had a groin injury. And uh, so, you know, John was sort of the last man standing there and uh, came up with some huge kicks in his first collegiate start on the road, um, was four for four on all his field goals and 
Obviously, the, the biggest one there at the end of regulation uh, to send to the overtime was his longest one, 42-yarder that he hit on after Nevada tried to uh, ice him not once but twice with timeouts. And then obviously uh, put Wyoming in the lead briefly uh, with his field goal there in overtime. So obviously an encouraging sign there uh, and maybe opening up the kicking competition again. Uh, We'll we'll see uh, depending on how long Luke is out on the downside. Not a great night, as I mentioned earlier, for Wyoming's defense and uh, first-year coordinator Jay Sawville's debut um, particularly in the air. I mean, they just really had no answer outside of the fourth quarter. Um, you know, really had no answer for what Nevada was doing. Of course, look, Nevada is probably going to do that to a lot of teams this year. Uh, you mentioned Carson Strong, uh, really a breakout freshman season when he was healthy last year, threw for more than 2,300 yards in 10 games. Uh, it has some real weapons on the outside, you know, with Romeo Dodds. And, and Wyoming also had really no answer for. Uh, Cole Turner, uh, the big tight end. I think he caught seven passes for 119 yards and two scores. Um, Romeo Dodds had 12 catches. Uh, and Carson Strong completed 75% of his passes, which gives you an idea of, of just how comfortable he was back there in the pocket. I mean, he threw more than 50 times, so more than 50 dropbacks. And uh, Wyoming only got to him for three sacks. Um, really had a hard time putting pressure on him. And look, I mean, you know, if anyone who thought that this Wyoming defense, which lost six starters off last year's team and then had five players lost to to opt-outs before the season or wasn't going to go through some growing pains, I think was being unrealistic. Um, but Nevada to throw for 420 yards and have almost 500 yards of offense, uh, that's obviously something Wyoming's got to get corrected. You know, they tried to mix it up different things. Uh, go to zone, go to man. Um, I mean, I think they tried to give every look they could to Carson Strong, but uh, I think mainly with, with that revamped defensive line that Wyoming's got and so many young guys, it's just really hard for them to get pressure on Carson Strong um, with any sort of consistency, and and it showed again in the final stats. I mean, when a quarterback is completing uh, almost 80% of his passes, um, that tells you he's just feeling really comfortable back there. And, uh, so that's something Wyoming is going to have to get corrected. It's going to have to get corrected in a hurry because you've got uh, Hawaii coming in here to War Memorial Stadium on Friday. So a short week to get prepared for another pass-happy offense. But the biggest focus right now is what does this offense look like and what direction does it go now without Sean Chambers yet again. Uh, we know Levi Williams is sort of gonna is going to uh, take over as the guy, but exactly what is that going to look like? Is, is talking to Craig Bowl on the post game press conference, it's he mentioned that uh, they had basically tailored certain plays in the offense uh, to each quarterback based on what they can do well. Uh, now they do have obviously similar skill sets because uh, you know Levi can can run too, but um, not as dynamic as a runner as Sean. So. Um, now you go back to the drawing board, so to speak, and give the whole offense to Levi. And you know how big do those three games that he played in last year loom now? That experience is uh, invaluable for him at this point, and they're going to need him and and everybody else in that offense to to produce. Because again, as this defense, this revamped defense, sort of tries to find its way. Uh, you know, Wyoming's going to need to score some points. Uh, you know, Craig Bowles, adamant about that in the preseason. He mentioned it again uh, in his post-game press conference on Saturday night. 
um, saying he knew, you know, they were going to score some points against Nevada, and they did. And, uh, you know, again, I, I don't necessarily think that uh, Wyoming is going to come out as slow as they did uh, against Hawaii. Um, again, I, th- I think that the shock factor of, of losing Sean again um, sort of set that team back and put it on its heels a, a little bit there early against Nevada before they finally settled in. But, um, you know, this certainly looks, it looms as a very large game for Wyoming in terms of, um, you know, its championship aspirations because, uh, again, you know, with this conference-only schedule, uh, you know, you don't have these other games to sort of work out the kinks and, and, and break yourself in, so to speak. Uh, you know, th- these these all count in the Mountain West standings. And if you fall two games behind to start your season with, with a condensed schedule and only six games left, boy, it come, becomes really hard. Uh, and you would essentially have to be perfect the rest of the way. So a really big game uh, for Wyoming's home opener on Friday against Hawaii. And Wyoming's got some things it has to figure out before then. Uh, but I'll go ahead and wrap it up there. But before I get out of here, uh, I want to run down the Mountain West scores uh, from this week. Uh, Boise State takes care of Utah State 42-13. Uh, Hawaii beats Fresno State 34-19. Uh, San Diego State cruises past UNLV 34-6. And uh, the biggest surprise of the weekend, probably the most, San Jose State knocks off Air Force 17-6. Make sure you check out Trib.com and PostAuthority.com for all of our post-game coverage. Craig Ball and some of Wyoming players will have their uh, weekly media day on Monday. So we'll have full coverage of that. I appreciate all of you guys for listening, and I will catch up with you later this week.